Hi, welcome to You Are Being Witnessed with Miss P and Smangaliso. Yay! So we have made it to a third recording. How are you feeling? Ooh, I am feeling pumped. I'm feeling excited and I am really looking forward to us just really getting into our episode today and um, looking forward to your story by the way Miss P from where we left off from last week um, how are you feeling yeah I'm feeling much more relaxed I think I said this I'm starting to feel like a pro mm. and um, yeah definitely more relaxed and we are drinking tea today yes so our first session maybe we were sipping on wine instead of tea (laughs) (laughs) what are you drinking i'm having the lemon and ginger tea this probiotic apparently i don't know how you can be probiotic with tea but bring it on yes (laughs) sounds healthy yes and and what's yours I don't know. It's got valerian, of course. It's called Chill O'Clock Red Seal. So I, for tea. I've made you a relaxing tea. So hopefully, I don't fall asleep. <laughs> yes. So excuse us if we sound very mellow. We sound very relaxed. Um, the scene has also got our candles on. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely relaxing scent going through the room and i think i guess it goes with our theme for today which we want to touch on home yes as we mentioned in the last episode um well i'm just going to kick it off with what is home to you oh that's a really good question yeah i wow that that is a very like that's a good question i feel like you've probably had more more thought around it than i have because you have a story to share with us i think for me home encompasses so many things i think home is a feeling a home is a space like in terms of your environment a home is where you feel you feel like yourself like your true authentic self so for me home means a whole lot of things you know um the feeling that you get around other people you know the feeling of just being so welcome that's what i think home is mm. but i think i think there's more to it but i just i just need time to process it a little bit what's home to you well when you say authentic that's actually you know i like to take notes anyway I'm a bit of an over-prepared madame, yes, which is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, yeah, you, you always go off script and I flow. But um, authentic, when you say authentic, that really stands out. That's something for me, and as I come to tell my story, mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to make sense why the word, the word authentic stands out. Um, but yeah, what is home? I think initially I used to think home was like bricks and mortar and Mm. where you went, you know, every day at the end of the day, like school, uh, where you and your family gathered, like that was always my image of home. Like that's what we learned in school. Yeah. Um, but as I've grown up and migrated a lot, I'd say 
I've had to learn that home is within myself and I can create an environment or a space that feels like home. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be in one place. Um, so home for me, it's somewhere where I belong, um, where I can truly be myself. Um, going back to, you know, the authentic part, um, home is somewhere where I feel loved. So like you mentioned feelings, Mm -hmm. so where I feel loved, where I feel welcome, where I feel accepted for who my authentic self is. Where I actually don't even have to work hard. Mm. Like I can just turn up as me in whatever state and know I'm still welcome. I don't have to put on a mask. Um, But obviously because of where we're from, being Debele from Zimbabwe, food. Yeah. Like food is part of home. (laughs) Community is part of home. Um, And just feeling supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now I'm already thinking grounded, thinking rooted, yeah, thinking stable, strong. I'm seeing a tree, baobab tree. Anyway, I'm getting visionary. But yeah, that's that would be my thoughts on home. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm really, I'm going to pick up on one thing. When you say you, where you don't have to work, Work, work hard or work so much mm. what does that even look like like for the people that are kind of listening what does what does it look like when you feel like in a space when you're working hard how do you know you're working hard um i felt like that in spaces where i've turned up with a mask on yeah um like I'm working hard to portray this person and as a black woman that's Mm. something that I've done a lot of in the past from in terms of how I did my hair Mm -hmm. to wanting to make sure in certain spaces I'm wearing makeup making sure my accent sounds a certain way in certain environments my voice is lowered and not loud. <laughs> um, we can unpack that for days. Yeah. Not, not in today's episode. Not in today's episode. But in yeah, it, when it's like that, it's when I have felt like I've been working hard. Yeah. 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 And that, for me, sounds quite draining. If you're showing up to spaces, you know, um, you know feeling that way. But... I'm really interested. You say the word authentic kind of stands out for you. I'm really, really, really now keen because I really wanted you to tell the story in our last episode, but you're like, no, I'm going <laughs> to hang on at it. I want you to narrate the story because I'm sure not just myself, but people who were left with this cliffhanger in our last episode are going, what is it about? Like, what is this story or recent mm. experience that you've had? Please share. I feel like I have to tell a really long story. So okay. I'm going to tell it in bits. Yeah. And to tell it in bits, I will start off with, um, I guess, a summary of my upbringing. Um, so like I said, home used to be like a building. And that was for me at my grandma's house. So that was um, where I, I was raised. It's where I grew up. 
it's where I celebrate I remember celebrating a lot of birthdays I remember meeting cousins and knowing that this is family trying new dishes food you know growing becoming um what do you call it when you become a teenager adolescent yeah something like that um so all of that and then i left that home and i moved to the uk and there was definitely a big part of like a hard season Mm. and then moved to the uk and i guess there i was in a completely different country different behaviors different um language different accents it was just different different weather Mm. Mm. (laughs) so it was also another way to change and redefine home again Mm. and one and this time it just wasn't a building like i home was in me home became like much closer in terms of my family my language the food i ate and i guess maybe i was holding on to zimbabwe yeah um and just like my friends i was surrounded by when i was there my closest were actually southern african in my teens um so then obviously went to uni i moved out of home i guess as we're calling it the building element and then I was at uni and I had to kind of recreate that again. Um, and I think that is the challenge of having this physical mm. version of home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to stop it there before mm. my move to Australia, as we are actually recording this from Australia, where we met. Yeah. Is um, I'd like to know a bit more about your home growing up. What was that like? Oh, um home was very different i guess for me and i think um like your 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 movement in terms of home and in terms of kind of different life stages because that has an impact as well on how you perceive home was Mm. just a little bit different for me because uh I, i think home had a different like it had something different for me which is why you know the whole concept of home is something that i like i like i hold quite dear because for me again i used to think the same thing i used to think that home was you know a building and uh you know you know the bricks and whatever you said before um but i moved a lot i moved around a lot so for Mm me i think okay the honest answer you know, in the spirit of transparency, I actually don't think I had a concept of what home was because everywhere I lived, I, I either moved every two years because of different situations, because of mm. different family situations. I, I I moved almost for two years. And the, the very interesting thing around this two-year thing is that I've become someone, even in jobs, like you would literally congratulate me if i stayed in a job longer than two years (laughs) and it took me a while to realize where that was kind of coming from Mm. so i i think even as i grow i think the concept of home is now so very different for me um it's almost like i'm relearning what home is um which is why i said it 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 encompasses quite a lot of things because i'm still trying to find my feet Mm. is home the people that you're with is home uh, exactly like that like home is food home is language home mm. is um, what your spirit kind of really kind of responds to 
um, you know, before you said, you know, as Ndebele, you know, as 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 people that are kind of from the Ndebele tribe, and I had kind of a reaction to that because mm. um, the reason why I had a reaction to that, and I know I'm like digressing here, was because if you ask me if I truly completely like uh, identify with being Ndebele, I would say probably not um, mm. because. My name Smangaliso is Ndebele. My last name Nyoni is Ndebele. Um, but yet I grew up in different parts of Zimbabwe. I'm very fluent in uh, I'm very fluent in Shona. Yeah. I'm very fluent in Ndebele. So sometimes when I get the Ndebele, I Shona and uh, people like people laugh because I say I'm Shobele and they're like, okay, that's <laughs> hilarious. And the history being around the fam- the fact that. If we think about home in terms of generations, in terms mm. not just my generation, I think about sometimes being misplaced and oh, yeah. trying to find home. Like my family, like my, my great-grandfather from the Nyoni side, they were in Filabusi, I think it was called Fort Rickson. They were asked to move because the land there was fertile during colonization. The land there was fertile and they were oh. moved to the Shona side. The, the, uh, to the Shona side, I forgot the name of it. Um, that's where the kind of this this kind of this spirit of being misplaced and home kind of changed within my family DNA because mm. they then moved to the Shona side and then they started speaking Shona to a point where they then identified as Shona even though originally they were in Debele. So when you do when you do meet the Nyoni side of my family, they speak both. They speak Shona and speak in Debele. So so I I think I'm just trying to I'm trying to get to a space where I can confidently have an answer to that que- to that question. Work in progress, Miss P. And I don't know if we ever will fully have yeah. that definition because one, it's changing mm-hmm. as our lives change, but at the same time, I feel like we're also shot at by what the world portrays as home as well and it's like holding i feel like the important part is holding on to your own definition of what's home what truly feels like home Mm -hmm. um and okay taking it back to the story that my recent realization was so during covid so okay yeah 19 moved out of home into uni and then I never moved back home, like in inverted commas. Um, you know, got a job, lived on my own, la da la da. Then I moved to Australia uh, on my own. And then COVID hit. And it's like, I have an aunt and uncle here. And they said to me, oh, why don't you come home? Because I was working less hours. And for me, that felt really weird, like in the sense of, like I knew, like I could, it was like my home, I'd stayed there weekends, they're like my guardians here. Um, But for me, that was so weird. Like I've not lived, I'd I'd not lived at home for, at that point, 10 years, like I was 20, 29. So like 10 years. And it was just like, what does that even look like? How can you just welcome a stranger into your home? Mm -hmm. Um... But with that, of us being in lockdown together, there's so many parts of me that became undone. And that was in the element of 
like at home we spoke in Debele the whole time mm-hmm. so they were I went months of not really having to speak English unless I was in like in a work meeting. I wore my hair in like like its natural state, no extensions, whatever. We had dinner together as a family like every night. I wore whatever clothes I wanted to wear. Like it was just so comfy. Like at peace. Like mm-hmm. I could just be me non-stop because obviously we were not going to the office we were not going out for dinners and ha- no. and out of the house whatever and i was just like wow yeah. like i was at home like i was fully fully at home and that was um that was interesting that helped me come to my definition of home yeah yeah and do you think that for you then we're not really technically now in lockdown we've kind of moved out of lockdown mm. we we're having to transition back into what life was in inverted commas yeah do you then think that this concept of home has as you said it's evolving and also it it has seasons or do you think there's a part of it that just for you, there's an essence of what home is and then the other bits are kind of the parts that just are ever-changing because of our different commitments and our different lifestyles? What what do you think happens? I think what that really helped me with is as we've come back to, you know, that day-to-day living with the world mm-hmm. is to have even more confidence to turn up as myself. Yes. Like yeah just turn up it's allowed me to turn up into spaces as myself obviously like in other dynamics like work it may still be slightly different but when it comes to i'd say being with friends um and just the things i enjoy and who i present myself as i've i think i present myself even more authentically than i previously did um because um I know the importance and the power of just being myself is yeah. now. Um, and even now, I've mo- obviously moved out of the home, out of my aunt and uncle's home. I moved in on my own. There's elements I've and rituals that I have kept to mm. maintain what feels like home. Like, I enjoy ensuring that I'm cooking you know, that African food. I enjoy, you know, having friends like yourself over Mm -hmm. um, for dinners to enjoy those uh, moments, I guess, of like fellowship. Um, And just like how I've set things up has just been, it feels more, and I valued more the importance even of my own space in Mm -hmm. the sense that in this space, I can spend the whole day in PJs if I want. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And um do you think oh this is going to sound like it's not a general question but do you think our life experience or our past or childhood experience has a lot or influences how we define home? Has a lot to do with how we define home. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Because Especially when I think about the food element and the language element. Mm. 
is because that's my roots like that's where i come from like i wonder if i guess like you use the word displaced if i hadn't moved from zimbabwe or had to move from zimbabwe would this conversation be completely different of what home is uh would it look completely different because um does it look different because we are in a western world um where we are the minority would it be different because maybe we'd be working in offices with maybe majority like black people majority maybe even speaking a mother tongue mm-hmm. in the workspace um majority eating your traditional food more frequently mm-hmm. than you know mixing it up with other things mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i think so yeah no absolutely i think that's a really good point would we be even having this conversation had we not moved you know to you know to kind of this country different countries as you said you've moved from the uk and then now you're here but one thing that really stands out for me in this conversation that we're having is um actually one not one thing that's i've got another question you know i'm always full of questions what are you doing intentionally on a day-to-day basis to maintain what home means for you what is it that you intentionally do Mm. I don't know if I intentionally do it. I'm trying to think now. Okay, tea is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And like all my friends know this. Like even my friends in the UK, my friends in Zimbabwe, I'm big on tea. And like so even if i'm going away for like a weekend or something i'll pack some tea (laughs) so i don't think i intentionally do it or am i just crossing over things i love um but aren't things you love part of what makes it home for you maybe when you do sip that cup of tea and you've got your hands around you know that that warm Mm. mug there's something obviously in you that just feels like so comfortable and so comforted like we talk yeah. about comfort a bit like we, we talk about that and you know the reason why i asked you that question is we might not realize that we're doing it on in, in like intentionally or we're conscious of the about the fact that we're doing it but i reckon the things that we might do like on a kind of a day-to-day basis i know that for myself sometimes i just crave watching Ustumo and I'll put it on YouTube. <laughs> Even episodes that I've watched a hundred and thousand times, just the, the the fact that I can like hear in the background, hear someone speaking in Zulu mixed with it's in Debele and there's mm. some lines that I actually have memorized. Something about it for me takes me away from the hard work of the day-to-day speaking in English, functioning in this Western world, you know, something about it takes me away from that. I can live in that and just go, oh, I understand that language. Oh, it sounds so different. It hits the spirit. So mm. I just wonder whether there are things that we haven't been so aware of that are a part of our day-to-day life. It doesn't have to be daily, but some things that you go through the week and you go, 
I've never gone through a week without doing that. Yeah, so obviously it's he, like, and it's Roy, like, Roy Bush, Red yes. Bush is one of the top ones, which is, you know, South African uh, tea. Um, I would say in winter, a hot water bottle mm. is a must. Like, obviously you can go electric or whatever, but I'm just like, give me that heat in my toes. Mm. Um, and that's probably... This is now like my British Zimbabwean side. Yes. Having <laughs> a tea hot water bottle, keep me warm and cozy. Um, a sh- like a shower before bed is actually like a big thing for me, but with music. Okay. Like I'll play music. And even like when I'm away, I, I'll pack my small speaker with me oh, yeah. and I'm just like blasting music in the shower and I can let my day go so um it's just like that water oh water there's water in all of this look tea shower hot water bottle you're connecting to the water whatever (laughs) it is it's very symbolic for you i love it yeah so um what else do i um i love candles like Mm -hmm. light up a candle um just being cozy, soft blankets, mm. uh, hints of pink. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, You're targeting all the senses here. This is what I'm getting out of this. You're targeting all the senses, taking yeah. touch, you're targeting smell, you're targeting like what you see. It, it, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I don't thought about it like that. And actually prayer. Yeah, and for me, deep prayer is actually even when I pray in Debele. Mm-hmm. So that's the one time that I'm sure, like, if I go in the day and I was not spoken Debele, I know when it's prayer time, I will yeah. speak in Debele at one point, like yeah. to God, like He's gonna hear me in my language. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what like? Like while we are on that, what is um, we can unpack, you know, we can unpack this the stuff around home. But what 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 my what my heart is telling me is I want to invite like the people that are listening, our guests. Like we might do another session, like a second session around home. But I want to invite people to just even email us, email us what home means for you. We might read it in our later like um uh you know episode we'll have our email address on our page want to hear what for you what what stands out for you because i'm sure we'll get so many different responses from people but quickly don't even overthink it what is the one childhood memory for you that just gives you goosebumps and makes you really warm and fuzzy inside Oh my goodness. Don't overthink it. Just let it come. I'm trying. <laughs> um, I'm about to say birthday parties. Ooh, okay. And funny enough, I had a picture today from my cousin of one of my birthday parties. And we all looked so cute and happy, like tiny, teeny. <laughs> so birthday parties. Yeah. Why? Why that one? Like, why birthday parties? Um, family was gathered yeah. always. 
um, there's cakes, this we're celebrating something, we're dancing, there's music, everyone's just happy. Yeah. Um, there's so much love around. Um, did I say cake? <laughs> More cake. <laughs> Uh, and the food, like all the aunties are cooking. My gran is there. My grandpa's there. Like, yeah, mm. we're playing as the kids. It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's happy. It's loving. It's safe. Beautiful. Mm. All of those things which are so important tie back to if we if you were to think of words that represent home for you three words represent home yeah mm. comfortable mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. loving oh I want to say supportive. I don't know. Yeah. You Food. Only get, you only get three. You Wait, get I, three. I, I need to ask you all these questions as what? well. Like everything you've asked me, people want to hear it. I'm going to go in reverse. What are your three words? Home. Stability. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stability. Warmth. Mm. Love. Wow. Yeah. Stability. That just resonated something. Like, I, I can't relate to the stability because I feel of like there's so, so much movement, mm. but I desire it. That's why I picked it. That's what I want to kind of cultivate when I think of home. That's why I picked it. Because mm. for a very long time, I didn't have that. So that's why I crave it so much. And mm. I think it again goes back through DNA, generations of generation from the displacement, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, they, there's all this research on, around the fact that some traumas or some things that have happened can be passed on from generation to generation. And that's something that really stands out for me, which is why I picked it. It's so important for me, stability. Yeah, I truly, I truly desire that. And I think it also reminds me of, our last conversation where the word consistency came up. Mm-hmm. When do we feel witnessed or like a good friendship? Consistency, consistency, stability. Hmm. Anyway, childhood memory. Oh, that's so easy. It has to involve my grandfather. Anyone mm. who knows me, who follows me on my IG, you know I never miss an opportunity to talk about that man um so there was this thing that happened i was about nine or ten and this man took me to topics for those that grew up in zimbabwe <laughs> you know what topics is i went in there and he said pick it up because my birthday party was going to be on the weekend so it's funny that birthdays we again is something that I just absolutely loved and I know I've got people in my life that are not that thrilled with birthdays. I don't care. It's just a day for them. Right? And yeah. I've actually had an argument in a relationship before because uh-huh. someone did not take a birthday seriously. Right. Yes. So this is a conversation that needs to be had early on in the day. When a relationship is being established, do you like birthdays? No, no, no. <laughs> you're going to like birthdays. Uh, wow. Miss P is like, you're going to like birthdays. Oh, you're red flag. You're out. Um, yeah. So went into topics there was this i can remember i was so excited there was this bro like it was a 
No, it was a top and a skirt and the skirt. No, it was a red and white. Um, honestly, I look like Waze Wally. It was a red and white uh, t-shirt and I would tuck it in with a skirt and the skirt had buttons at the front. Oh my and, gosh, I can imagine the outfit. I bet it was like a two-piece matching. Two-piece matching and I said I wanted that and my grandfather then said, mm, sorry, I actually don't have money. And I was like, what is wrong with this man? Why did you bring me into this? So I started having a tantrum. Mm. And I thought my tantrum would produce this man buying this outfit for me. No, he didn't. We left the bloody shop. Anyway, we had Civics Day. For those that are not Zimbabwean, Civics Day, Civics Day is the day where you don't wear your uniform. You wear your clothes instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, so he took me on a Thursday, Civic Day was, no, he took me on a Wednesday, Civic Day was on a Friday, my birthday was on a Saturday, my birthday party. And anyway, came back from, he came to pick me up from school on Thursday, from the bus stop, and, um, and then, oh, this is why I love this man. He said, oh, go to your bedroom. There's something in your bedroom. Oh. And my two-piece outfit was oh on the God. bed. He was laid it on the bed. Oh, my I'm heart. I'm going to cry. My heart. And I was like, because I used to call him Kulu. I'm like, Kulu. <laughs> and he gave me the biggest hug. So I wait for Civic's Day. I wait for, uh, where? Sorry. I wait for Civic's Day. Then wait for my birthday on mm. Saturday. Sister didn't care that he had like sweat from the previous day. <laughs> so I wore it again. So that for me, that man, like if you think about home, that man made me show who I was in his life. That, he was home for me for a very long time. Like, because mm. I would look at him, I knew exactly how he felt about me. He made me, he taught me a lot of life lessons. He'd made me feel so good about myself. So that is my favorite favorite childhood memory yeah Mm. oh i'm like that made me so happy right like i'm happy beautiful memory right it's the best yeah okay now i have to gather my thoughts again (laughs) very i'm not good at this multitasking my feelings my thoughts um what other question did you ask me i'm rewinding oh rituals so what rituals and things do you do at home that make you feel like home or Mm. what things do you do that are part of your home definition yeah so definitely food for me is really important like i will Mm. have a day of sadza and mbita greens and uh, Mm. chicken normally with chicken eat with my hands so that's for me is what i do i play a lot i make sure that a week doesn't go by where i i don't watch a show that has like a zenzulu in debelo in shona Mm. whatever it is every day i listen to a song that is african oh like that is from zimbabwe every day for me so that's intentional and sometimes when i'm thinking out loud i call myself smangalisa i'm like smangalisa and i'm speaking to myself because that's really important i want to hear the sound of my name because obviously i don't use my name that much here like Mm. my first name so that's something that i like uh, i really intentionally do um you know i remind myself of who i am and where i come from through my affirmations i'm not as consistent with them but i've been trying these days so that's something that i kind of intentionally do like remind myself that these i'm this 
a beautiful smart black african zimbabwean woman yeah um and i i like i answer to that you know and i, I it's in me it's in my it's in my you know it's in my dna um and yeah. it's unapologetically unapologetic you. me like uh, yes exactly so yeah that's what i do miss p oh i love that i absolutely love it mm yeah any other thoughts oh actually well you did mention the email part i wanted to actually say the email it's you are being witnessed at gmail.com correct so email us bombard us what feels like home to you what's your definition of home all of that tell us three words that represent home yes what are your rituals oh my gosh i'd love to hear i'd love to hear a little few things that i can add into my onto my toolbox um parting words miss p what are your parting words what are your reflections (sighs) stability That is a parting word. Uh, thank you for bringing that word to light. Um, I would also say it's just a reminder of um, home is not always that bricks and mortar. Mm-hmm. Um, home is within myself. It's in my DNA. It's it's in what I create. It's in what I desire. I can create home for myself. I just have to create or be in a space that I'm comfortable, where I feel loved, and where I feel supported. And voila, I'm at home. So mm, beautiful. Yeah. Mm. What about yourself? Um. I think a parting words. What stood out for me is. Um, that there's so many different aspects that make a home and so many different experiences that lead us to this place called home um but i think what i'm taking away from this is ultimately home is within you Mm. come back home to yourself yeah come back to who you are you can redefine who you are it doesn't have to be one thing yeah so i think home is always evolving you prioritize different things at different times you mm. see things at different times as you like as the journey unfolds of life it's not one set thing um yeah that's definitely what i'm taking so like uh yeah we we've done this so again would love 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 to hear from you guys and we we will read you know and acknowledge those emails uh you're part of our tribe you're part of our community so excited to be doing this thing called life with you guys listening to us so i think that's yeah from us you are being witnessed we continue to invite you guys to reach out to us if you want to be on this podcast your being witnessed is here for you guys Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to You Are Being Witnessed with Miss P. And Smangaliso Waganyoni. Bye. Bye.